Someone once told me, um, long gospel, short homily, and uh, so I'll try. Um, As we continue our Lenten journey together, we're also continuing to unpack our homily series, which is Take Away the Stone. And we all see the stones in front of the altar. And I guess if we really wanted to illuminate the imagery of this series, we'd remove maybe one stone a day or one stone for each week of Lent until they're all gone. But I think we all know that there will always be stones that we need to remove from our path, our path towards heaven. And the homily series is about how Jesus crosses many boundaries to meet and heal and bring life to those who were considered beyond reachable, those considered untouchable. And when we imitate Jesus and remove whatever stones stand in our way, clear the path for a more authentic relationship with God and one another, when we remove the stones that block our path, that is what Lent is all about. And it's how we build real community with each other. In today's gospel, we encounter another example of Jesus reaching out to a person who was labeled a sinner, a blind man who was also a beggar. So the principal theme is seeing. Darkness equals blindness and light equals sight. Not just physical sight, but seeing others as God sees us. That's what we're reminded of in our first reading today. Humans see and judge by appearances, but God looks into the heart and finds the real person. The light of Christ makes it possible for us to see ourselves and others as we and they really are. The story of Jesus healing the blind man can be everyone's story because it is a powerful sign of what can happen to us if we recognize our own blindness and ask for healing. The man regained sight after washing in the pool of Siloam. We have also received that help through our own baptism. The first Christians called baptism illumination. They recognized the grace of the sacrament to see things as they really are. So if we go back and reflect on how the blind man conversion unfolds, we quickly realize that his faith journey An amazing transformation is equally important to all of us and to our candidates and to our elect. Listen again how he was illuminated by the light of Christ. His gradual progression from simply knowing the name of the one who cured him to a full profession of faith. When he is first asked how his eyes were open, he says, by a man called Jesus. And that's a good start. It's accurate, but somewhat rudimentary. When presented by the Pharisees of how this happened, he says that the man is a prophet. And that's nice progress. After his parents abandon him out of fear in the temple, he must speak again to the Pharisees. This time, his witness is more substantial and bold and he formulates an argument in Jesus's defense. But he uses a double negative. If this man is not of God, 
he would not be able to do anything. He's gone from improving his description from a man called Jesus to a prophet to from God. But still, it's not a, exactly a robust profession of faith. He's very close to the faith in Jesus, but he's not quite there yet. Finally, when the healed man sees Jesus with the eyes of his heart and prays with him, converses with him, only then does he make a full profession of faith. He says, I do believe, and he worships him. So our invitation is to always have a conversation with Jesus who can always help us see what we need to be aware of. The man started with physical blindness, and Jesus, the light, has not only given him physical sight, but more importantly, the spiritual sight of faith. And it wasn't easy for him either. He was tested and ridiculed and ultimately thrown out of the temple. Faithfulness to Jesus can at times come at a high price. The New Testament gives us many examples of people who meet trouble and hostility because of their faith in Jesus. The formerly blind man is a model for us, a bold evangelizer who witnesses to Christ even in the face of opposition. All of us can in some way relate to our own faith journey and the bumps and the stumbles we have along the way. Just imagine yourself for a minute with that clay smeared on your eyes, stumbling and feeling your way to the pool to be washed. It wasn't exactly right around the corner. Some scholars would say it was about 100 yards away, so maybe the length of a football field. And it's unlikely that that blind man could make it alone. He probably needed some help along the way. So if we encountered him today, would we give him a hand so that he could wash and be able to see? We are all blind sometimes. That is not in union with God. And we are at times we can turn a blind eye to the physical and spiritual needs of those of us around us. That is why we are being encouraged by these scripture readings today to focus on seeing the unseen in our community. The Lenten season invites us to exam examine how we see the realities in our world. In what areas of our community are we blind to our faith? Have we excluded some people because they just don't fit in? Or are we afraid of what we don't understand? unwilling to change our minds so that we can be a community of faith that can truly see beyond the external appearances and grasp the inner reality to see the love for one another as God sees and loves each and every one of us. So here's our call to action this week to reflect upon. What or where do we have blind spots? As we progress on this Lenten journey, what are we failing to see? And what is God calling us to bring to light? Whatever it is that we need to address.